From Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway, got my ice mocker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Florian, Inaloo, Wanneroo and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Embley. From the greatest city in the world and across the mighty state of WA, it's time for Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. Wednesday done and dusted, another day, another pot embers. Hump day for some. Hump day, whoa. Not Let's for not us. We love what we do and we just come in here and just uh, shine. Get it done. <laughs> Are you a bit... <laughs> Talking in the third person again, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like when we finish a show sometimes, it's just yeah. like you forget how to talk or how to string a normal sentence together. You think after the show? Like normally I get yeah, that just... before the show, during the show. And after, and the, after show. the show. And yes. every day um, <laughs> exactly. in your life. Hey, yeah. uh, producer Robbie, welcome. Hello, guys. Um, can I just say, up until yep. your last break of the day, that was the best show of the year. <laughs> you were great. Remember the last break again? Can someone please remind me? Okay, so so funny. We Obviously, Robbie brings in, you know, oh, this sure. is kind of like breaking news. Breaking Michael news. Clark, Carl Stefanovic, there's this cheating scandal. So anyway, we had like 30 seconds left of the song. I say, Embers, you take care of it because, you know, I'm paneling. Aren't I'm you a natural Embers, sort of... you know what I mean? You yeah, can just yeah, yeah. You read something and just, you know, be no, able no. to present it live. That's what we do on this show. That's the great thing about live radio. So jump on, and then it was just a train wreck of embers <laughs> trying to kind of get through. And the the thing was is that I had questions because you know naturally uh, you have questions, and Emma's just couldn't explain it. Oh, I was reading it ends, out. So he right. kind of ends off just saying, "Well, yeah, you're going to have to just read the article yourself." <laughs> I was reading the article out, and as I was reading it, I was just completely confusing myself because I was I was sort of skipping a few f words, and I went I went from one paragraph to the next, and then I started thinking, I've got no idea what this story's about. <laughs> can you imagine the listeners in their car oh, just going, what is Emma's dribbling about now? I oh, know. Well, Robbie, can you explain <laughs> it any better? Yeah. So I believe that Carl Stefanovic and Michael Clark were on holidays together in Noosa. Oh, so yep. they're friends. Oh, well, I think their partners are friends. They're okay, girlfriends okay, or wives. Okay. Yeah. And Clarkie's missus has accused him of cheating and it's got very heated. Yep. Carl Stefanovic has stepped in to say, settle down, guys. Oh. And then Clarkie and Carl have ended up getting into a blue. Yes. Oh. Into a very um, specific to uh, Michael Clark's partner said... You effed her on December 17th. Wow. <laughs> December 17th? Yeah. What, what time? were you doing on December oh, 17th? You know what? When someone timestamps something yeah, and says an exact to. date, it is yeah. hard to backpedal yeah, from there. That's exactly right. Because then you're immediately thinking like, oh, here I go. Yeah, this is very specific. This is very specific, so yeah. I must have done something. Yeah. Hey, um, Robbie, just so you know, that was very clearly explained. Embers, take notes. <laughs> uh, I haven't actually even read the article. <laughs> I worked that out. The, the journal. In you coming out. Yes. Uh, well done, Robbie. Uh, next time, maybe just come and do it yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, some uh, great callers ahead. The road trip from hell. Uh, some good calls in there. Also, a bit of a debate about whether Australian open ball kids should be paid or not. Yes. And there's one thing I want to throw out to mm-hmm. you guys as well, because you had a really good chat to an anonymous caller about being in a throuple <gasps> ride. Yes, that was yep. juicy. Yeah, it was very juicy. But we had some other calls that uh, we couldn't put to air in the end because we have one lady who was telling me the full story about like her I love that. quad. <gasps> she, she was in quad. a quadruple. Quadruple. Four, four Did of you them. know guys, girls, everything? Well, she was in a couple, her yep. and her husband. Yep. Okay. They met another couple. <gasps> yeah. And they ended up all moving in together. That's oh, wild. really? Yeah. That is wild. Wow. And she said that she's never been happier. They've all been together for two years and she can't imagine life without <gasps> this other couple. Oh, my really? God. And she, yeah. she, so, why did she freak out? Well, she got really nervous and so I started trying to get her to tell 
tell the story, and then she just said, no, I don't want to tell this on so the radio. So what happens, like, um, so obviously not four people are going to sleep on the same bed. So you obviously have two king, oh, I'd say two king beds, and then you just rotate the couples on the bed. I suppose. With, yep. Or you I mean, could just like yeah, merge, the merge the two kings Even together. Mark, Mark and Matthew, they get a go. Two, <laughs> <do they? laughs> what? I'm not sure. You've got to share it around, have you? Like, oh, my God. Imagine, though, just like four people in a bed. That just sounds awful to me. Yeah. Um, there's sounds so many questions. I feel, <laughs> I feel like we need to unpack this at another time. Mm. But I there's want... also one more. Sorry to, sorry oh, to another interrupt. One. Yeah. So John from Huntingdale or Huntington. Who, Jono. Uh, Jono, who yeah, won that last like prize. Jono doing some hunting himself. Yep, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> he is. So he called up about the ball boys, right? Yeah. But he also said, damn it, I wasn't quick enough. I should have called up about the thruples. Oh, really? Because me and my missus have had a girlfriend for the last year or so. And they oh. go out for dinner. They go to movies. They love it. Embers, this is what I'm saying. goodness. It, this is actually happening in Perth. You know what? I knew it was happening. I just had to play devil's advocate. That's all. I, I knew that the sickos out there. Oh, they're not sickos. <laughs> they're just people who love a good time. Oh, and God bless absolutely. them. Well, no, good on them. You want to hear a very interesting story about being in a thruple or as Embers calls it. A throffle. <laughs> Listen to this pod. Bye. Now, Katie, one of the perks about doing our job is that we get invited to really cool events from time to time. Now, an event that I'm really excited about going to tonight, of course, is the, the invitation which I got uh, for the launch of Married at First Sight at Lamont's Bishop's house. You got invited to that? Yeah, why? I didn't get invited to that. What do you mean you didn't get invited? No, are you, are you no, seriously? Me up? No, no. What every, do you mean? Every radio station gets invited. All the yes, the I know. In my old guys. radio station, I used to, and I Dave and Michelle got invited. Okay, I know Nathan, Nat, and Sean. They've been invited. <laughs> They're all going tonight. Lamont's Bishop's House, they which won't be. is a pretty cool place because uh, that's where I actually got married. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to yeah, I've to, going to go there for a while. Back there, so cool. have you checked your junk mail? I've checked every, everywhere. I spoke to Jemmy from sales and she was just like, oh, no, nah, like you didn't get invited. But I assumed that meant you and I didn't get invited because we are a team. Well, we are a team. That's yeah. right. And we've been obviously working really well together. And, mm. and people, you know, clearly know that you and I are a relationship in mm-hmm. uh, as co-hosts. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of would have thought. you yeah. didn't get the invite. So <laughs> I'm, I'm my invite, actually. <laughs> there was a, a plus one. But <laughs> I... <laughs> I didn't actually. Uh, I didn't. No, you're right. I didn't actually see your name come on. But it was quite interesting, though, because today, right, I got a a voice message from someone. Hey, Embers, it's Danny Shuey here, mate. I am really looking forward to tonight's Married at First Sight dinner. I did, did want to bring something up with you, though. Is it a little bit awkward that the invite was addressed to Embers and Danny and not Katie? Uh, I still think people might think I'm on that show. Get to say your name a bit more, mate. Anyway, see you there. Uh, Jenny, show. Okay. Oh, sorry, Hank. You know what? It was their mistake. I've sent the invite out to Embers and Danny. That's what it was. Oh. So clearly the uh, Embers and Danny show had He's more uh, of an impact on the uh, Channel 9 with Married at First Sight. So that my emails and my invitations are still going to Danny <laughs> Shuey, who filled in for three months. I guess oh, she did fill in did longer than 
very I'd good job, here. Danny. And obviously, yes, the world are uh, still really keen to uh, hear more of Danny Shuey. So, hey, if Danny could forward that on to me, because it's my job now, Danny. <laughs> Danny and I can tell you all about how our Married at First Sight goes. Uh, on behalf of the Rush Hour, we'll let you know uh, tomorrow if Danny how get, it went. If Danny gets a plus one, can I go as <laughs> <and> her? <laughs> all right, wine for a wine. That's on air next. I know what I'm going to whine about. Bit of supergrass. Love to have a bit of a whinge on a Wednesday. It's hump day, you know, a little bit far from the weekend. But they sure do. Mm. And generally what happens is, you know, you do get halfway through the week and, as you said, like the weekend, you can feel it's close, mm. mm-hmm. but there's been enough mm-hmm. couple of tough days, you know, after oh, yeah. probably a, a large kind of weekend just where you're cr- just crack feeling... Open a bottle. Yeah. Let's be real. Let's do it. Um, I'll kick us off because I've got a – I just wanted to pop in for a quick little petty before work. Oh, okay. right? Just yep. a quick petty. Pop yep. in, pop out. Pop in for a petty. Pop out with a petty. Right? Mm. And I sat in there and I just said, hi, on a tight schedule, uh, really need to just kind of get this done. But if I can just get a quick petty, that'd be great. And she said, yep, no worries. Um, I'll just go in and get the colours for you. And I said, save yourself some time. Already know it. It's G10. All good. Quick okay, petty. Keep it really Here simple, stupid. All right, we haven't got time. We haven't got time. And uh, she ends up going into the room for about 10 minutes. Then she comes out, talks to someone, which what felt like about <laughs> half an hour, sits down, forgets something again. I've just ended up going, hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry it. about it. Don't no, worry about good. it. Yeah. I wanted a quick petty. I uh, didn't know I needed to set aside uh, two days. So... Chance by the hour. <laughs> yeah. One triple three five three. If you want to call us and have a bit of a wine on this Wednesday... There's a few people uh, starting to uh, call up right now. One triple three five three. Tell us your wine and if it's a good one, we're probably going to give you a bottle of wine for it. Definitely going to give you a bottle of wine for your wine. My wife has got a wine. I might uh, tell you about that in the second break. <laughs> yeah, perfect. You're going to kick off this wine for a wine uh, this time with something from your wife, Caitlin. Well, my wife is really keen for a wine on this Wednesday afternoon (laughs) because in the break, I received this voicemail message from her. Andrew, we have got 15 kids in the house this week (laughs) with dozens of clothes somehow, and I am doing 27 loads of washing. I do not need to keep washing your same clean Clothes. <laughs> sort it out, mate. So true, Caitlin. And you know what? She would need a wine every night for being married to you, oh, don't you? Yeah. Hey, hey, Mick's in You're for it. Hey, Mick, what's your wine on this uh, Wednesday? Oh, I'll tell you what's getting on my goat. Mm. Been down to Margaret River for a couple of days, visited a few breweries. Yep. What's with breweries? Building playgrounds for children. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Mick, enjoy I'm a Mick. nice beer. <laughs> and there's bloody kids running around everywhere making noise. Like, if I want to drink beer and listen to children play, I'll buy a six-pack and park my car out the front of the school at least. <laughs> That's one of the old Mickey goes greats. whack. That is. <laughs> hey, hey, Mick, just playing devil's advocate, but isn't that the whole point, just to offload your kids? Hey, Parents need to be a bit more responsible. We don't all have a thousand of these little monsters attached to ourselves. Mate. Just uh, quickly, Mick, do you have any kids yourself? Yeah, one, but she's 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 not brewery age. So <laughs> that is one of the all time. Oh, Mick, of wine uh, coming your way, I think you Mick. need a couple of bottles coming your way, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best whinges we've yes. heard on this Wednesday. Great Brooke call, Mick. Appreciate that. In Subiaco, hey Brooke. Hi, yeah, I just work at an ice cream shop mm. and it gets really busy and I've got um, a co-worker who just doesn't help out at all. Oh, my oh, gosh. Hey, no. I've had co-workers like that. I feel your pain. 
Such as this team so with me and Embers. So what does she do, Brooke? Like she just stands there and just uh, yeah. like just searches through TikTok or Instagram or? Yeah, yeah. She stands out the back and just messages her friends and stuff. I can so. relate. Uh, that's basically me and Embers uh, every day, Embers. Why yeah, did you? That's, really that's two digs you've had at me today, Katie. All right, just because you didn't get invited to this maths uh, dinner tonight. All right. Hey, uh, uh, Brooke, good call, Brooke. Great call, Embers. <laughs> there's been uh, a guy on Perth who has tweeted and yep. it's sort of gone viral. Um, so he's basically posted for Christmas. Mum and Dad drove from Kununurra to Broome, yep. and then flew down to Perth, which was cheaper than flying from Kununurra. Okay. Then a flood came and destroyed the only road connecting Broome and Kununurra, stranding their car in Broome, right? right? Yes. So in order to get the car back from Broome to Kununurra, which would usually only be about an eight-hour road trip. Not too far. Not too far. The dad has had to basically take a massive detour going all yep. the way around like Alice Springs through the Nord- Northern Territory. He's going the top way. Which has ended up taking him, uh, he's still going by the way, but so far 64 hours. So this oh guy. Oh my goodness. Of course the floods have been devastating up north. Yes. So this guy to get around is still travelling and Craig from Perth is just tweeting updates about where his dad is and his car broke down at one point. He's had to refill. <sighs> It has been so a road trip from hell. Normally an eight-hour trip, and it's taken him so far, 64 <laughs> hours, and he's not even close to getting to his uh, and he's still not destination. No. Oh, <laughs> you know what? It reminded me of a time about 10 years ago when Quinton Lynch, former teammate uh, of mine, and I, we drove to Broome together. So we um, decided to go through Newman, all right? So yep. Newman, roughly 11 hours. So we yep. got there pretty safely. Now, that night, the key was to stay over in Newman and then drive to Broome in the morning. So at about 2 o'clock in the morning, I got the roadmap out. And I started having a little look. And I realised to myself, if we could leave right now, yes. we could get to Cable Beach and be at the bar by midday. <laughs> So I woke up Lynchy, right, and I took him through the shortcut, right? Now, we didn't go the Great Northern Highway because mm. the map said, and in my, you know, crazy brain, mm. right, I thought I if it. we actually went this shortcut, we could save ourselves four hours and get to the pub. Oh, quick out to the beer. We went, right, through this dirt track. I had no idea it was a dirt track. We weren't going 110 k's an hour. Sounds we like had to go. 40 k's an hour oh for about four hours <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. We didn't have a spare. If we had have actually... Like blown a tire or we would have been stuck for uh, days. No, finally got to the Great Northern Highway. Yeah. All right, uh, probably cost ourselves five hours. The worst mistake I've ever did. But at least <laughs> we got there. And anyway, we had a big hug, and um, yeah, we got to the pub a little bit later than we thought. But it was a, a road trip from hell. How many um, beers did you have at the pub after that? Oh, debacle? I lost count after about six. <laughs> Small beers <laughs> with you. All right, one triple three five three. We want to talk about what went wrong on the road trip. Road trips from hell, all right, for your call, could score yourself a $150 voucher to the Boab Tavern, which is the venue for every function, birthdays, engagement, celebrations, gender reveals, getting that job, quitting that job, winning the game, watching the game, or just enjoying a Friday night. Everything, boabtavern.com.au. One triple three five three. road trips from hell. Tiffany from Thornley is on the line to kick things off. Uh, Tiffany, tell us, when did the road trip go wrong? Um, it was a couple of years ago. Our family annually go up to a place called Horrocks Beach. We have shacks and stuff up there. Yep. And then on the way back, about 100 k's from Durian Bay, the car broke 
down and blew its head. Oh, no. So what was supposed to be a six-hour trip turned into a 13-hour trip. And, yeah, $5,000 later. Oh, Oh, even no. Just the cherry on top. Did you have an esky in the car to get you through, Tiffany? Well, don't drink and drive. Pardon? Did you have an esky in the car to uh, get you through? Not drinking and driving. No, I had two small kids The car's not going anywhere, Katie. Oh, my God, Tiffany, and you had the kids as well. That would have been. That truly does sound like a nightmare. Uh, Glad you got through it. All right, Robert is in Joondalup. What's your road trip from hell? Hey, guys. Um, look, um, I had this crazy idea two years ago to drive to Wolf Creek, oh, God. Um, which is about 4,500 k's one way and um, about 900 k's out of Broome. The poly block uh, snapped on my camper trailer. Oh. Um, it was 52 degrees. Um, it was hot. And um, we were with another friend of mine with two kids. And, uh, yeah, basically, um, you know, I, I had him going for a while and, and he said, well, this is the death of us. You know, yeah, what are we going to do now? Well, there's no, you know, there's no super cheap down the road. Mm-hmm. And um, I said to him, relax, <laughs> I've got a spare one in the car. Uh, so <laughs> I, I had him going for a while, but yeah. we had about nine issues, you know, oh. during that trip. Um, their teenage daughter left a, a makeup mirror inside the camper trailer. And um, it was, you know, it was quite hot, and the sunlight reflected onto the window and nearly, basically, burned the whole trailer down. <laughs> you know, so hey, Robert, I yeah. mean, surely you've seen Wolf Creek. That sounds like a very murderous road trip, anyway. Yeah. So, um, oh, kind look, of... yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, there's plenty of jokes going around. Yeah, and, no, yeah. I no, I didn't see. I didn't see John Jared, you know, oh, which I was God. disappointed. Oh, you know, thank but, goodness, uh, Robert, you, uh, you've lived to be able to tell us your story. Appreciate that. Great call. Chris from Bassendine. G'day, Chris. Yeah, g'day, guys. How are you? Hello, yeah, good, Chris. mate. Uh, road trip from hell, tell us. Yeah, look, just rolled in my driveway then, so um, we're done the trip. But okay. a week and a half ago, we set off to Exmouth, me and the missus and the dog. Yep. And um, we stayed a nice night at, um, up in, in the Abba. Next morning, woke up. Decided to put the missus in the driver's seat, got 2K down the road, and the diff had blown, <laughs> oil everywhere. Are you trying to allude to the fact that uh, it was the missus' fault, mate? <laughs> oh, no, not quite, but she was, she was on assessment. Um, <laughs> He's like, well, well, it wouldn't yeah, have happened I, if I was I driving. I like that he mentioned, uh, yes, and then she got in the car, <laughs> yeah. and then she so, drove so it. So we, we, we pull over, yep. called the missus' um, brother, who's a mechanic, talking yep. to him. Next minute, we noticed we started a bushfire. Oh, bit oh of my hot God. Metal at the back. Oh, oh you're no. kidding. I've, I've ran down the road with the 15-litre um, drinking water we had. Tried to put the fire out. Nah, we had to call the fire brigade. Oh, my one goodness. Bloke, one bloke rolls out in his, um, in his ute mm. and goes, oh, yeah, I'm the fire brigade. I said, oh, he goes, oh, I'll go back to the station and get the truck. I thought <laughs> I think it would have been idea. good to bring the truck the first yeah. time. Yeah, he brings a little get. So... <laughs> About 20 minutes later, the truck rolls in, just him by himself, and I jump on the back of the truck, and we're, you know, rolling through the, the scrub and the bush, and I'm putting the fire out that we started. Oh, wow. gosh. Were you able to uh, prevent a bit of damage, Chris? Yeah, so it was Good. about um, 15 metres from a, a crop that hadn't been... Um, Harvested yet, so we managed to save that. Sounds like good. an absolute nightmare of a trip. Hey, Chris, is your is your missus in the car with you? Uh, she's yeah, she's just um, popped out for a minute. So. <laughs> I thought um, I could hear her. <laughs> um, so, and at, top of all of that, um, we ended up stuck in Emiaba for about two hours. Um, we started cruising down the highway just in our high four. 
Yep. I got on the um, got on the radio to a truckie, and he gave us the lift to Perth for free. Oh, oh there well, that's you the go. least happy hey. ending there. Hey, yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, um, it's just. Um, you know, truckies look after us on the highway, so make sure you've got your Channel 40 on. And... <laughs> there you go, um, Channel 40. Good on you, Chris. Yeah. That, that that road trip from hell really had everything. Hey, um, Embers, so yep. um, a bit of an incident went down at Coles in Riverton. Yeah, okay. Okay, so there is a TikTok circulating. Of course, isn't it funny? These days, if anything happens, it goes straight to the talk. Um, and this <laughs> racked up over 4 million views, wow. right? Wow, so it's, it's gone, gone viral. viral. Sure has. Um, so essentially what happened, two staff members from yep. Coles in Riverton, one being an elderly woman who I'm 99% sure her name was Carol, by the way, because yeah. I kept on hearing Carol. And Carol, I would play the audio. Karen? No, it was Carol. Carol. It was definitely sure. <laughs> Carol. And uh, I can't play the audio because there was a lot of swearing. Right. Um, but Carol, bless her, stepped in to stop a woman allegedly stealing a trolley full of groceries, right? Oh. So somebody has potentially left their their trolley there and then someone else has come to wheel it away. Carol and another staff yep. from Coles has jumped in, grabbed the trolley. They're having a bit of a scuffle. Yeah. The woman who's allegedly stealing it just starts grabbing boxes and parcels. Just trying and to grab whatever she could. Anything she could to go really? away. Standbys are just watching and obviously somebody's filming it. They're thinking this is great gear for my TikTok. Yeah. Um, but Carol, hello. Your little workplace hero. Oh, good on you, Carol. Oh, my God. Employee of the month. Shout out to Carol. It sparked a bit of a debate, I think, online, though, because a lot of people are saying, well, you know, in this case... Coles potentially doesn't want you to intervene because then they're liable for potential injury. But then ah. a lot of people are saying, well, you know, I, would, I wouldn't I would step in for my employer, not my job, or I would because, you know, that's the right thing to do. Sometimes until you're actually in that moment, yeah. you actually don't know what to do or what you will do. And good old Carol, she's just gone, I see this right now and I'm going to go and, uh, and do what's right. And she saved the day. And her name is Carol from Coles and Riverton. Shout out to you, babe. One triple three five three. Throw it out to our listeners. The workplace hero. Yes. Now, recently, I thought I was going to be the hero. And I was uh, <laughs> actually in studio right here. Okay. And I looked downstairs, and there was a lady struggling with a um, distressed bird. Oh. Okay. So I thought, you know what? I'll run down and I'll help. I'll help her out, right? So as help I went her down, or the bird, both. Okay, because you know she looked like she was uh, doing a lot of hard mm-hmm. work, and the bird was certainly distressed. So <laughs> went down there, and uh, as I went to uh, help her out, the bird beat me on the hand. <laughs> And so you put it down. I couldn't believe it. I was that pissed off, right? And then the lady had the audacity me, the audacity to ask me if I could hop in the car with her and drive the calamander to the vet. It's like, nah, stuff you and your bird. Absolutely hey? not. Yeah. All right, one triple three five three. Dobbin your workplace hero. Was it you? Dobbin yourself. Was it your colleague? All right, one triple three five three. Workplace heroes for your call. You might score yourself a one hundred dollar Fringe World Festival pass. Uh, available profits from every lotto ticket go towards supporting Fringe World Festival. That's the ticket. Play responsibly. one 858 858 We are talking about those workplace heroes. Give us a call. one triple three five three. Hey, Katie, just before you were talking about the workplace heroes. Welcome right? to you, Producer Sorry, Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Where'd Producer you come from? Robbie. Hello. Oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> just okay. this weird voice that's yes. popped up. Yep. Now, Ember's told the story about the bird, right? They uh-huh. got taken out to Calamanda to the vet there. Yep. Uh, revisionist 
honest history, though, he talked about how he was going to be the one who had to take the bird out there, drive the lady to Calamunda. Do you know who actually took that bird and the lady to Calamunda? <laughs> no. Producer Robbie. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Got the car and drove her out That's there. That's right. I remember that now because she said to me, can you uh, take me to Calamunda? And I said... No. You had to go to the pub or something, didn't you? No. I said, no, I've got to work. <laughs> and then we, Robbie was going home. And we all looked at Robbie and said, Robbie, do you reckon you can take this uh, crazy lady and her bird? <laughs> and Robbie was just new to the station. So I had to say, yes, didn't have that a point. choice. <laughs> I was on probation. I thought Embers was the boss at that point. <laughs> Celebrity Stouse, breaking news. has uh, just come across my desk in the last half an hour. Michael Clark, mm-hmm. okay, former Australian cricket captain, and Carl Stefanovic in a wild scuffle. <gasps> Admit cheating claims. So uh, this uh, apparently um, has happened on January 10th. Both players or both guys were in Noosa. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're out for dinner. And somehow Michael Clark's partner has accused Michael Clark of cheating. Okay, so and Michael Clark's partner has accused Michael has Clark. Yep. just started going nuts at him in this park. Right. Now Michael Clark is defending it, saying, no, it's not true, not true. And then... Wasn't it wasn't me. me, that's right. Uh, and then suddenly Michael Clark has turned to Carl Stefanovic and given him a massive <gasps> spray and it's escalated. Um, there's a lot of effing going on here. Now, there is some audio going around at the moment. So, yes, fair to say. Okay, so um, hang on. Michael Clark's, this girl- space. Michael Clark's girlfriend has accused uh, Michael Clark of cheating on her. How does Carl Stefanovic come into it? So they must have just been, obviously, mates. Well, they were mates. They were out for dinner together. That's my understanding. And So Michael Clark is saying that Carl Stefanovic has cheated on... No, nothing to do with Carl Stefanovic cheating. So Michael Clark has been accused of cheating by his current girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And somehow Carl Stefanovic is there. All right. <laughs> I don't know what. Sounds like a maybe joke. Maybe it was, um, what's it called? The, what we were talking about before? The <laughs> thruffle. Thruffle. Maybe they were part of a thruffle. Who knows? It's a thruffle. It's a thruffle. And he's, uh, suddenly he's turned Michael Clark to Carl Stefanovic and, uh, and given him a spray and said, mate, uh, Hang on, don't you turn away from me. You're part of this as well. So I'm not sure what's going on. You're going to have to do your own research into this. But uh, <laughs> Michael Clark. Embers is just trying to read an article live. <laughs> yeah, that's... probably should actually yeah, pre-proof reading something before I actually well, take what, it to air. But you know what? what? That's why it's live. live. It's local. And it's And loose. it's completely loose. And uh, there's plenty more of loose embers coming up tomorrow at 4 o'clock. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. 92.9 Triple M Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.